keeping me on my toes. That's my objective constantly, yes. That's exactly it. Marvelous. Marvelous. Hi. Hi. Look at you in your fun jumpsuit. I love it. Yeah, thanks a lot. It's nice and cozy. You just had like a Um, yawn shutter. Yeah, I did. (laughs) Uh, We're about to get like three days of fucking ice storms, so there's that. Yeah, I think we're going to miss most of it where we are. It's supposed to be just rain, which will be great because it'll melt all the giant gross mounds of snow studded with with dog poop. (laughs) That, yeah... Yeah, even Bear has a plate, like, one place that he's been going that is exclusively now dog poop. And I'm like, "Mm, I'm starting to feel worse about this. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, but it's not going to be winter for long. It's not. I mean, and I I realize Or maybe it is. Or maybe it'll be winter forever, because who knows? We don't know. Well... We can't... (laughs) It's not like well, farmers' almanacs are ever going to be. <laughs> well, legally, legally, it is only winter for fucking one, two, hold the phone, three, four, five weeks. That's not so bad. That's not so bad. I feel like February is usually worse <clears throat> than this. Yes. Although one could one could surmise that we got all our fucking February at once. <laughs> I don't remember if I I don't remember if I talked about it at least on the recording, but like our snow was so bad. We we got three feet of it, and it was coming down so regularly that the plows were invested the first day and they were like, Oh, let's go clear you out. And then by that night they were like, fuck it. And by day two when it was still coming down all the fuck day long, uh, by day two, the snow was up to my knees. Whoa, wow. Two and a half feet of snow Yikes. in the road? Oh my God, <clears throat> in the road. In the road. Wow, girl, that is And I was rough. like, um, this is not an option. And then the plows were like, oh, we guess this is bad. The plows came and got completely, uh, uh. Did they get stuck? Uh. Yes. Shit. Yes. What's the word for a ship? A ship was, mm, uh-oh. Oh, uh, <laughs> l- uh, grounded. Yeah, yeah. Run, running aground, yeah. Yes, they ran aground. <laughs> a ship when it's uh, not in the water is... Um, lam- lampooned? Land, festooned? land dropped. Oh, no. <laughs> God, my fucking gray matter. Lampooned and festooned. There's a word and I know there are people screaming it. Marooned? Marooned! I think a person is marooned. I think that the ship is grounded. But you're marooned after you've been on a ship. You're marooned, yes. Yes, <laughs> You sure. were once on a ship yes. and now you're marooned. Now you're marooned. And lampooned. And lampooned. Possibly festooned. Certainly. Festooned with uh with with palm leaves with uh, sand and definitely giant cystic sunburn. Sure, yes, possibly sea lice. <laughs> sea lice. Wait a second. Is that what today is going to be? Well, um, I can, I can find that. Do you want me to find that? Um, I mean, I mean, it's up to you. This is the story I've been waiting to hear from right. you. <clears throat> 
we could finally tell each other about the, the fucking most Bananagrams jobs. And I have to tell you, I was thinking about a job that I know that I had in my early, very early years of being on my own that I had not mentioned to you. And I just thought of it and it was the weirdest thing. And I didn't remember how weird it was. And then I was like, oh, that was super weird. I should tell Lillian. <laughs> It was the weirdest that I didn't remember how weird it was. Right. Right. Yes. Yes, the same way that you definitely do not remember how strange things are until you recount them. Oh, my God, for sure. I'm pretty sure this is the notebook. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Uh, Taking a 180 here. Fuck, buddies. We were going to play the game, and who knows? Maybe we still will. We'll see. So uh, what Jen was referring to was... um, We've been. You said sea lice. I couldn't yes. help it. And you were marooned. Yes. And you were marooned. <laughs> I'm so excited. So uh, we've been reading stuff from our journals, and I just unearthed um, my journal from the summer. I think it was between my senior, my junior and senior year of. Co- yes, that makes sense because we were living on Park Place. Mm-hmm. Um, we were living in our first off-campus apartment. Me and my friend Chris and uh, my friend April and my friend Lish. And... Uh, oh, my God. It, oh, it was... A, that was a very messy year. <laughs> <laughs> I bet that was the most fun, most dramatic, most oh. fraught. <laughs> <laughs> I could write an entire book that was just things that happened that year. We should do a roommates episode. <gasps> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, write that down for sure. Oh, God, I have had some terrible Wait, write roommates. It, write it down or do it right now? Oh, uh, either way. I mean, my, my what is, Bahamas... What does your heart want? My Bahamas... We can do both. My Bahamas um, thing is only like three or four pages, so... Uh, okay. Do you, we'll do you do want to hear sea lice or do you not want to hear sea lice? I always want to hear okay. about sea lice. Perfect. Okay. So um, there was somebody in our theater department that somehow had um, connections with uh, the Autech naval base on Andros Island in the Bahamas. Now, if you like to look at maps and you go look at Andros Island, you'll be like, oh, wow, that's the biggest island in the Bahamas, but I've never heard of it. That's because it's mostly quicksand and a naval base. Because <laughs> it was, I mean, very nearly the, the setting for like fire Festival. In, in terms of how... Oh, yeah. yeah I mean, it's yeah. beautiful. It's um, uh, it's definitely close enough to the other islands where you could get on a puddle jumper and just have a day over at a different... I mean, it's really close to Florida, too. Like, we went... We... I don't know. Less than an hour oh, yeah, flight I suppose from I Miami. I didn't think about that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, not, not like, super remote, um, but definitely enough quicksand that hardly... Not enough of the of the island is inhabitable, you know what I mean? What? Not not zero quicksand. <laughs> not never quicksand. I mean in this particular case, almost always quicksand. <laughs> oh my god. You well then you were well prepared by the books of our youth. Exactly, to deal exactly. With this. You just float. You float. Why would any of us know? I know to float on quicksand and that you're supposed to run in a zigzag if you're getting chased by an alligator. 
Because oh they can't because they can't change directions very quickly. Did you ever have any gator run-ins in Florida? No, I saw a couple in the in the street. Like I was in a car, and there were some that were holding up traffic. But that's the closest I ever saw. Was there a gator pelican showdown? Oh. <laughs> No, God, that's that's actually a toss-up. I wonder who would win. No, but um, I will say uh, the comm professor who ran the radio station who I worked with and who was also married to my one of my theater uh, teachers, he, he used to be an alligator wrestler. So I, I, mm-hmm. I knew at least one alligator wrestler who I knew of. I'm sure that there were others. <laughs> who, it's just been so long ago that they forgot to mention. But This tracks. Um, so, so the whole thing was these people ran the rec center, uh, on the Autech Naval base and they would invite, um, maybe they had gone to Flagler and then they were like, oh, we want people from your theater department to come do a kids program over the summer. So, so every year four people and I went twice. That seems insane, but I definitely went twice because I don't remember much about the second time. And there was this whole thing where, like, you had to buy repatriation of remains insurance, which was only 50 bucks. But it, if you die outside the United States and then your body has to get shipped back here, it is fucking expensive. And basically the school was like, we don't care if you die. We're just not dragging you back. You can't send back. it through Prime? Right. <laughs> I mean... This was the 90s, baby. I wonder if Prime went through that now. <laughs> we just won't talk. Get on him. that shit, Bezos. <laughs> you piece of shit. That was actually that was actually a side plot in an episode of Firefly I just watched. Um, oh my god. Shipping human remains. So, um we were there uh, I don't remember if it was a week or two weeks, but it felt like a long ass time. Let's see, Friday, June 18th. Um, yeah, I think it was two weeks because then I, July 4th is when I came home. Um, uh, uh, regardless of how it was basically like you're on this beautiful place, but there's nobody to meet really because like, um, the, the people who are like just locals, they don't come onto the Naval base really. And we weren't supposed to talk to any of the Navy people. We weren't supposed to fraternize at all. Which was ridiculous because, I mean, at the point, like, Carol and I were one of maybe 15 women on the whole island in that area who weren't, like, Navy wives. Mm-hmm. Um, and the main group on uh, this base was the construction brigade guys, which they refer to themselves as Seabees. So it's, it's underwater construction. So they were all divers. They were basically, like, Marines who happened to that's, also do construction. That's the plot to Abyss. Hold on. You, hey, hold on. It hold on. is. If, hey, if you're in here, you can't wiggle. You can't wiggle. I'm sorry. Not I gave true. You rules. <laughs> what? I said not true. <laughs> <laughs> you can't, you can't wiggle with your dog arms. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, please continue. <laughs> Yes, that's the fucking plot to Abyss. Uh, I love the Abyss. I need to see that again. Um, it's so good. Oh, my God. Uh, also, by the d- double, 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 triple, quadruple uh, sidebar, uh-huh. that movie, like, 
James Cameron is known for having been an absolute nightmare during that movie. It's the movie nobody who was in wants to ever talk about. These actors were abused out of their minds. Um, Total, total, total abuse of like, uh, of method acting and shit. Ew, I hate that. Oh, awful, awful. Who's the wonderful dude who stars in it who like still is so wonderful? I can't remember who the cast is, but, uh, oh, Ed Harris. Ed Harris never, ever talks about this movie. Wow. Ever. Because as like. As good a movie as it is for an audience member, and how I'm, sh- and as much as I feel certain that it like won the Oscar or whatever that year, um, yeah, Cameron was an absolute abject nightmare. Wow. I don't so. understand what gets into people and makes them behave like that. Like, wh- why do you think? Bitch, it is make believe. Stop putting people through this. Yeah, I mean, I uh, I remember in high school. In high school, uh, the drama teacher who I loved dearly, adored, got so mad that <clears throat> during a rehearsal that he threw the boombox and kicked a seat off of a chair. What? And he was not the kind of person who flew off the handle, but he was just, I guess, tired of feeling disrespected and lost his goddamn oh mind. God. And I got to tell you, nobody, nobody ever popped off for the entire rest of the like month that we were rehearsing but yeah of course it's scary when of you're course. a kid and you see <clears throat> well if you're in any when you see a um authority figure like it does, you don't have to be a kid to be freaked out when that happens mm. um i the yeah. yes okay so construction brigade guys um cool friday june 18th let's say this was 98 or 99. Oh, it's been a minute. (laughs) Uh, So we're here in the Bahamas. And God, it's all so bizarre. I don't understand men. I don't understand the military. I don't understand (laughs) Phyllis, who is our, um, the director of our, uh, our theater group who, the theater department who came on the trip to. I don't understand Carol. It was me, Carol, this guy, Jeremy, and my best friend, Chris. Uh, I don't understand Jeremy, but let me get over. Let me get over the part we're supposed to write about. Okay. okay. Um, today we took the plane over. The water was beautiful. The base is pretty, but all the buildings look the same. There's lots of bugs. Uh, <laughs> um, so as we rolled up, my friend Jen and this guy Curtis, who worked in the theater department, they were also doing a show with the kids, and we got to see that. Um, and I was like, the kids have potential. We can whip them into shape. Um, now, Jen was allowed to hang out with the guys. And I don't know why. Maybe it was because she was married. I think it might have been because she was married. So she was allowed to hang out with the guys. Sure. She yes. went out with some Navy friends uh, and got us at the beach house way later. later. Um, got drunk and met lots of scary, horny men. Now, I absolutely remember... This. So the beach house was a bar. There was no air conditioning like anywhere except for in the barracks where we were staying. Anywhere. Because mm-hmm. it was just balmy. But like, you know. And quicksand. Yes. It was just quicksand. Yes. <laughs> it was. Um, full on Robinson Crusoe shit. So we would go down after every, uh, after 
every session with the kids and Carol and I would like take the kids journals and we would drink um, amaretto sours because that was before I knew how to drink and uh, and just that's like everyone's starting drink isn't it yeah I think so god I can't even my tongue is literally hurting thinking about it that's a canker sore um boop a doop uh got drunk and met lots of scary horny men it was it was honestly like it reminded me of when i took um uh violence in america and i told you we went to the stark prison and they like walked all of us girls through like through the center you of the told prison. me none of this oh i'm sorry this is a story you've never what Sorry, what? That's, I mean, I took a violence in America class that was all about, that was how I got into serial killers. Sidebar. Yeah. Quickly. Yes. Not quickly. Take your time. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me everything. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, we studied, it was through my psych, it was for my psych degree, and it was like um, serial killers, and we talked about um, Clockwork Orange and like uh, violence on in cinema um, but at some point, I don't know why, they took us to the maximum security prison in Stark, Florida, <laughs> which is where, like, one of the places in America where they electrocute people. Like, they have an electric chair. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, I don't, they, I, I remember they showed us so much weird graphic shit that I was like, this is not a scared straight program, you guys. Like, you don't. <laughs> to be like, look at the crazy fucked up shit these guys have done. Like, we got We're it. We're not cautionary tales. Mm, right. Yeah, yeah. There's no chance any of us in here are really going to... We're in here. undergrad and flip-flops. Right? Like, exactly. it's fine. <laughs> oh. And, um, yeah, and me and Adara and maybe, like, 15 other young women. Um, and they... I don't know why, but they... It felt like we were being paraded through the yard there was a a fence between us and the the people in the prison but um you know it was like (laughs) um clarice walking through the cell totally yes (laughs) so Mm -hmm. i mean i could talk forever about how fucked up incarceration is in general however at that moment um it felt very 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 terrifying Sure. Um, and I don't know if there's something in my past where I was felt threatened around a bunch of men who were being hypersexual, but I have been in, in situations like that since where I'm like, oh God, yeah. like look yeah. out, something as bad is yes. going to happen. So we were allowed to hang out at the bar with the guys, but we weren't supposed to like make friends we were certainly not supposed to go into their barracks and we weren't supposed to go into the music trailer which we definitely did um and it was not my job but carol was acting off the rails god bless if you ever listen to this i think that you'll probably agree hon um (laughs) and i was not used to being around i felt like i had to look out for her safety whether that's true or not, it doesn't matter. That's how I felt. Um, sure. yeah. yeah. So, and and also, she got me in trouble. <laughs> she brought uh, one guy named Ben home, and uh, a few months ago, I walked in on him on top of her. Um, they appeared to be fully clothed, but it, uh, I guess it doesn't really matter. Do, do, do. So, things like that just kept happening, and eventually, 
we got our um we got our golf cart uh like taken away in the middle of the night i'll get there that's one of the things i didn't write about that you would have thought that i would have so not really any cars on the base everybody tools around in golf carts um mm-hmm. me and Kara- I, I know this from fire festival <laughs> yeah <laughs> Um, I think that we had two, I think there was one for me and Carol and one for the boys or like two to split among the four of us. Um, so then I'm like, uh, Phyllis and Curtis are going to Nassau tomorrow. I never got over to Nassau. We're going snorkeling. We'll probably all get ocean lice. (laughs) (laughs) Ocean lice are tiny little bugs that live on a certain kind of, um, jellyfish. And if they get down your bathing suit and they get caught. Then they bite you, and it's awful. Wait, 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 wait. I want to know the learning curve for this, where the knowledge came from, how much warning, they, how, they, like pamphlets, so, what happened? So we were debriefed, not debriefed, we were briefed, the opposite. <laughs> um, they sat us down and they were like, if you go in the water, A, there's barracudas, so make sure that you take off all your jewelry, they'll leave you alone, they don't want the taste of human flesh, but they like sparkly things, and they will definitely come at you. If you're wearing something shiny that catches the light. So, like, make sure that you don't wear anything shiny. Also, if you have, like, a bathing suit with a shelf bra or something like that, sea lice can get caught in that. And I was like, oh, I'm fine because I don't have that. But it can still get caught in your bathing suits. So, guys get it way less often unless they're wearing Speedos because the water can just flow through trunks. But if there's anywhere, like a baleen whale, like if you have a piece of power mesh that's a bra, <laughs> like you're basically a like, it's like a, a colander. <laughs> <laughs> and then they're like, nom, nom, nom. This doesn't taste like jellyfish. Oh, my nom. God. No. Why has no one. Wait. Why do they only tell you that in the Bahamas and not at all down the Jersey Shore or the Florida beaches? I don't think or... it's common up here. I think it's a specific kind. Oh, really? I think it's a specific kind of jellyfish that they like to live on. Barf. Yeah. Fucking barf. <laughs> no. You know what? If you no. saw that water, it would be, it would be worth it. Like, uh-huh. it's so pretty. But anyway, um, the snorkeling was fun. I actually found one of my snorkeling pictures today, uh, so I can send that to you if you like. Um, what do you do when you get ocean lice? You itch. You you drench yourself in calamine lotion, and you itch, and you itch. How do you make them go away? I mean, I think I don't think that they get under your skin. I think they just bite you and leave. You oh, can't see oh, them. Oh, oh, you they can't. don't stay the way that norm like that the way that head lice would. I don't think so. I think it's because they, they're maybe parasitic. they can't. Uh, I think once you get out of also, the also, they clearly fucked. don't breathe air. Right. <laughs> Spoiler alert, Jennifer. <laughs> We're doing all kinds of biology. Oh wait, wait here. Very accurate biology. <laughs> Very scientific discourse happening on this fucking podcast. <laughs> Speculative biology. <laughs> Speculative Speculative, subjective, subjective. anecdotal biology. <laughs> yes. yes. Uh, Monday, June 21st. So yesterday I went snorkeling in all caps. I don't know why. It was the first time I'd been snorkeling, but I couldn't have been that excited about it. Which was fun, except for our fins were too small and my mask sucked and it was overcast. And I saw an also in all caps, a barracuda not 10 feet away. Oh, shit. Um... Uh, yeah, why didn't, I guess I wasn't in a writing mood. 
Um, so my friend Chris found a really old Pepsi can. Like the water was super duper clear and it was beautiful. And there was not hardly any trash, but there was like an old, old Pepsi can with the weird top. Like yeah. the ones that were straight up and down um, with the pop top. And so he's like underwater being like, mm, mm, like, look at this, poking it, poking it, poking it, poking it, making it catch the light, poking it, making it shiny catch metal, the light. shiny metal. Oh, fuck. And so then no, Chris, I, no. I'm like, because mm, I can see <laughs> this barracuda coming up behind him, opening its jaw. Ah, no, no, no. Oh, my God. You watched it try to chomp him? He got away. He got away. Ah, uh, no! But then, like, he dragged himself up out onto the dock, and I am fat and have no <laughs> upper body strength. So I was like, maybe if I just flail around for a while, it'll go away. And I guess it did. Um, but then later, uh, there were also nurse sharks out there, which are not, again, not trying to eat people. They're super docile and close to the, close to the ocean floor. Yes. But we did see a fin at some point, and I wound up climbing up on some rocks, and I'm sure pissing myself. <laughs> oh, uh huh. Yes, totally. Um, yes. Uh, also, and I don't write about this either. I absolutely lost my only pair of shoes that day, and I wound up having to wear a pair of Chris's sponge flip flops, like not even normal flip flops, like squish ones. Oh no! Oh yeah. For the entire rest of the week. I had those. Also, I wasn't... They're so awful. Yes. And I, I wasn't used to having something between my toes. That was uh, new. I'm glad I got over that. But, like, eh. Wait. What what sandals were you living in? Um, They looked like Birkenstocks, the ones that I had. Oh, okay. So it was, like, yeah, a yeah, strap right. over the top. Um, lots of bums. Something about... Uh, oh, oh, oh. Uh, we went to the little chapel yesterday morning. And then we went to praise and worship last night. The guitar player's name is Chris. He reminds me of this guy who I was not attracted to. And it's very, <laughs> and it's very sweet. I wonder if he's straight. Um, uh, 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 oh, and I got... I ha- Oh, that was a question you always had to ask yourself. Oh. Yeah. Well, especially, like, think about this whole, what I just described to you. Like, all of these dudes who are super testosterone and there's so many of them. So, of course, I was like... Oh, the guitar player at the chapel. Like, yeah, of course he's the one that I'm going to crush on and probably yeah. the most likely to be gay. So Yeah, sure. Sure. Uh, it's fine. <laughs> I'm here for all of you beautiful, soft-hearted men. That's all. Uh, um, he saw a manatee uh, that's been hanging out of the shore, and he was telling me about how, like, he just swam around with that manatee for, like, an hour. And then I got obsessed, and I kept wanting to go snorkeling the hang out with a fucking manatee but that never <laughs> still haven't hung out with a manatee Boo. so dumb um yeah i mean dolphins are cute and all but i i want to hang out with a manatee um i mean to be fair especially in clear ocean water like that mm-hmm. um i only ever see manatees in like fucking brackish brown water and you can't tell oh interesting shit yeah, like uh, like 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 that tour I did of the like, I don't know the inlet at Cocoa Beach or something, huh. and it, there I went on a manatee cruise and they were like, "There's one," and it's just like all exclusively brown water huh. and like one one wee little hump sticking up out of the water. So lame. Oh, that sucks. 
So lame. Uh, I've seen them up close. I think at Disney, at one of the Disney parks, they had manatees. Maybe Animal Kingdom. Manatees. I just remember getting to watch them up close, all eating their own head of romaine lettuce. And it was wonderful. <laughs> that sounds incredible. <laughs> uh, I wrote a lot about all of the kids. Um, that one little boy that I told you was like, Britney Spears definitely had her boobs done. <laughs> um, uh, that oh, 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 that must have been like the moment she she was out in pop culture. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm sure. The moment. Yeah, yeah. Which I had not occurred to me yeah. when you first told me the story, and I'm like, oh yeah. Oh yeah. The zeitgeist but, for this. Once you get in, you're like, okay, counting crows. We got yeah. it. Counting <laughs> crows. Um, did you ever play any theater games called Hunter Hunted or Poor Kitty? No. Because I don't remember how to play those games. And I mentioned them and I'm like, I want to remember how to play them. Objectives and tactics. Um, it's a, it's an objectives game. An objectives and tactics game. So Hunter Hunted. Have students get up and stand in a large circle. Choose yes. two brave souls. One is the hunter, one is the hunted. Okay. These two stand in the middle of the circle. Everyone in the circle outside of them is a protector. Yes. Their Are they job, blindfolded, the people in the middle? Well, yeah. Well, hang on. Uh-huh. The protectors keep the two in the middle safe. So you can, you know, trust fall up your hands, Right. right? Whoever is the hunter is blindfolded. The hunted is not, but has an object that makes a noise. So let's say an awoga, an awoga horn, which okay. is funny. The objective is for the hunted to not get tagged. The hunter tries to tag the hunted with soft hands. Uh-huh. So uh, occasionally... The hunted is asked to ring the bell or jingle the keys. The protectors are to be quiet and help the two in the middle mm-hmm. stay safe. I think we blindfolded both of ours. I don't think we had a bell. I think both kids were just blindfolded and one was trying to catch the other. Huh. And what did you say the other one was? Poor kitty. Poor kitty. I think that one was about trying not to break, uh, try not to break character. It's, uh, oh, okay. Uh, it's, first of all, what I'm finding it under is party ideas for children. Oh, I guess that makes sense. Sure. Um, in this crowd breaker icebreaker game, youth tried to get someone to smile or laugh by taking on the characteristics of a kitten. Chairs are in a circle, musical chair style, so one less than the number of participants. Everyone sits in the circle with one person in the center as the kitty. The goal is for the kitty to make someone smile or laugh. The leader or the group can judge whether the person does or not. The kitty slinks over to any participant in the circle and does their best loving cat imitation or some other variation. The participant the kitty crawls over to must say, poor kitty, and pat the kitty on the head without smiling or laughing. That's right. That's right. I do remember this. The kitty then meows while making funny faces, trying to get the (laughs) other person to smile or laugh. The kitty can try three times. Each time, their, their chosen goose must say, poor kitty, and pat it on the head. If the participant does not break, the kitty then moves to someone else. So whenever you can get someone to smile or laugh, uh, after three tries, they become the, the, the uh, gotcha 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 sounds like sounds like shit we've talked about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean it's fine when you're a kid 
It's fine. Yes, yes. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh my God. Okay, so, um, uh, uh, Carol went to the beach house. Um, this guy that she was hanging out with, with a straight face, said to me, "Oh, maybe he was, maybe he was the one that was supposed to be mine, right? Like he was the wingman." Said- so what? When you said straight face, I forgot what you were talking about and was like, wait, what's the gay face? Uh, (laughs) I don't know. I think there's arguably some gay faces. Definitely. For sure. Uh, So, she had chosen a wingman for you. She was right. We... We were hanging out, and she went off into the bedroom to do whatever with her dude. And then I was sitting with this guy named Dennis, who said to me, I think girls like it when you have a self-defecating sense of humor. (laughs) And I looked right at him in the face, and I said, you're absolutely right. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So please, please do not self-defecate. No, I don't think girls like that at all. Somebody likes that. I'm feeling real certain that's not on the table. I feel like. <laughs> so needless to say, he and I did not hook up. Um, but so. Oh, did that not go well? <laughs> I can't. I can't. Anyway, um, so the music trailer, the band trailer, it was called the band trailer. Um, just it was a, a bunch of musical instruments and like a, a mini fridge. That was the first time I had ever seen a Jaeger dispenser. Those ones that like specifically are for a bottle of Jaeger. You turn it upside down and it chills the shots. Oh, You've never I seen this? Jaeger's Mm-mm. disgusting. I would never. <sighs> um, however. I like that it has that weird branding thing. Um, but, yeah, we went and hung out with those guys. I have a picture somewhere of me holding maracas, of course. Um, and it's the tandest I've ever been. Like, I I look like a pancake. Like I'm, I have I'm seen pictures of you, golden. like, at the Ren Fair and shit. Oh, yeah, that makes where, sense. Yeah. When I was working outside over the summer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You, 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 you tan... So much better than I do. I mean, at some point I did. But once again, I would like to reiterate the fact that no one ever put a lick of sunscreen on me as a child. So I, my body had to adapt somehow. <laughs> Life finds a way. Um, so, yeah, we were hanging out. Uh, and um, oh my God. <laughs> And I was talking. The guitar player from the, the praise and worship thing was there. So I felt okay about being there because I was like, well, he's non-threatening. And if something happens over here, I feel like... He's not in with the bro code, you know? <laughs> so, mm-hmm. um, and then, then with some of the guys that we hung out from the trailer that day, they were like, sneak out of your barracks um, and come meet us here. And then they just took us out. Like we went, there was a golf course. We went out and did donuts in a, a golf course in a golf cart on the golf course and like, I don't know, collected golf balls and threw them at each other. I don't, 
<laughs> what the fuck do horny teenagers do? I don't know. Um, exactly that. But the problem is then after that, we went back. This was when the self-defecating thing happened. We went back to their barracks <laughs> and Phyllis was wise to the fact that we had been out running around with these boys and she had someone take our golf cart. So then we had to drunk stumble all the way back across this naval base at like no. three o'clock in the morning. Wow. <laughs> what? Oh, forest through the trees. Come on. And Phyllis. they wouldn't give us the golf cart back. <laughs> no. And Carol and I were like, no, we, I think we said that we fell asleep on the beach, which we had been, we had, that's totally something that we would have done. And that someone stole our cart and must have taken it back to the barracks. And then they were like, right, sure. <laughs> Tough shit. Um, oh, God. Uh, more snorkeling, more sea lice. Um, How much more sea lice? All over my tummy and under my tummy. Oh, my God. No, I have to know this. I need, I need details. It. It was, t- I mean, it was like, I break out in hives occasionally, and it felt like that. Like, it, it, my skin was all, like, red and splotchy and uh, bumpy, and it, fe- felt, it was microscopic? Just, it felt like a terrible rash. Yes. The bites were like, you know when you get an ingrown hair? Yeah. Yeah. It was like a bunch of those. So you can't, so it's not like you open up your suit and out tumble a bunch of bugs. No, 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 no. No, you don't know. It's like bed bugs where you don't know or, until or later. It, or it is like that, but you they you don't see them. And you can't see them. right exactly. <laughs> oh. Stealth. <laughs> yeah, it was fine, and like no, but everybody was like, "It's a rite of passage," and I was like, Ugh. "That sounds awful." I no. would like to pass on this rite of passage. Uh, I think that might be it. Yeah, I mean, then then I'm back in St. Augustine, and I talk a little bit about getting my job at, at Old Time Photo. <laughs> Which is a whole other thing. Oh, I can't believe that was your first day. I can't believe that was a job you didn't tell me about. I back can't in believe that March. either. I loved right? that job. Oh my god! It was, who would, it was who so wouldn't? fun. All I had to do was be cute and like make people hold still for a minute. It, it, <laughs> And then I got huge, huge tips. I have, uh, I that's why I'm so ruined for normal jobs is because I used to do shit it's like because that. of old time photo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. So you want to talk about roommates? I mean, first I will tell you, I will tell you my two crazy fucking uh, job stories. Oh yes, so, please. I'll tell you about summer camp up in the Adirondacks. Oh, yes. We're not going to get to roommates today. Let's put roommates aside because I want to hear all about this. I'm shelving that. It's, it's going to be a good one. Um, so I can't believe that I didn't bring this up because it was kind of my first real world job. And even then, of course, at that, it's laughable. Right. <laughs> I, because love, I love camp. I don't know if you know this. I love camp. I loved it. I loved it. I wanted to be a counselor so bad. Yes. I wouldn't call being a counselor a real job because you make $300 a summer. Oh. Yeah. Right. I mean, like, in terms of, like, congratulations, you're in the workforce. Uh What's she going to do? I'm going to go to camp. I'm going to make $4. So, uh, so 
I was in my final semester at college and trying to figure out what was going to happen once I uh, left campus. And I did not want it to be just move home because I'm like, that's not happening. Mm -hmm. So since I couldn't figure out like what to do, do I was, I was still always like on playbill actually looking for jobs and like constantly looking for jobs as like, like in a Broadway theater. But of course they all required like advertising, marketing, business degrees as opposed to very enthusiastic, over-delivering actor. <laughs> <laughs> so She's got I didn't. Oh, I had so much spunk, and I can't tell you how many cover letters I sent <laughs> to Broadway theaters and theater companies during that spring semester to be like, "Hey, I want an internship, and then I want a job." And they were like. Uh, you're an actor. And I was like, yes, exactly. <laughs> they don't like that. They don't like they that. They do not mm-hmm. like that, or they certainly did not. Mm-hmm. No, they were like, we want a very vanilla person to do this job yep. who's not going to be a crazy actor. Oh, he's sitting down at my feet. Oh. Hi. He's a good baby. So, um, so... In my pouring through things on Playbill, I saw that they were looking for a theater, uh, like a children's theater director, and I was like, hotcha! And then they were like, we are a summer camp, and I'm like, ah, Like, I still wanted that, but I also wanted a job job. Right. So, um... So there was that, but they also were so fancy. Like, they had a helipad <gasps> nearby... Whoa. Because this was the kind of summer camp that I sure as fuck did not go to. Mm. This was the summer camp where people would send their kids for months. Mm -hmm. They had so many means. They had so fucking much money. Mm. These people were like the most elite of New York. And they would send their kids to Southwoods up in the Adirondacks. Mm -hmm. So, uh... It was really fancy. I want to see this. I'm, I'm listening goes. to you, but I want to look this up. Yeah, look it up. Southwoods. Um, so we so uh, there was a really long interview process, uh, and I passed everything with flying colors, and I was excited because they were looking for actors. They were looking for people who had experience in theater. Holy proper. crap! Yes. You know what? This doesn't look like yes. a camp. It looks like the place where they go to in um uh 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 Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Yeah, that is exactly the kind of yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Wow. Very very borscht belt uh um resort y feel for sure. Um not as Jewy as you'd hope. For sure, I but, always want there to be um, more Jews. <laughs> there were there absolutely should have been like scores more Jews, but whatever. Um, it was not specifically a Jewish camp. Um, <laughs> it's in Paradox, New York. Yeah, which oddly is a place that I spent a lot of time when I was young. Young Paradox. That's so odd. Okay, Paradox Lake. Like, mm-hmm. why would you? Okay. <laughs> Sure. You know there are like four people who live up there. (laughs) (laughs) That in and of itself is the paradox. Right. (laughs) (laughs) 
So I had this long interview process with the owners who, of course, because their clientele was so elite, they had to like vet the fuck out of every single instructor, everything, who came to camp. And I was uh, hired alongside my dear friend, Melissa, who uh, I have known since. We were hired as co theater directors and thank god i had i had her through the first half of the summer by that by that point she was like absolutely not (sighs) not any of this not this white nonsense not all this like elitist controlling shit i'm going back the fuck to brooklyn (laughs) i i love the fuck out of her um and i can't believe it's been like oh my god literally 15 years since then that's crazy um so we were we were both hired with uh, a guy named Ricky, who again also lifelong friend, um, who was our musical director, and the three of us were given this uh, this playhouse. And the three of us were also the only people hired who were not given campers, which thank fucking god. Oh snap! Uh huh. What was your role? Only to run the theater and to direct the productions. That's amazing. That's yes. amazing. Yes. Nice job. No campers, no otherwise counseling duties. And that was clear in the job description too, um, which thank God, because we, we had so much work to do. And a lot of other people were like, whatever, they were, uh, you know, uh, lifeguards or XYZ, but they all still were counselors and had campers and lived in cabins with campers. And Melissa and I and a couple other staff members um, – had our own adults-only cabin. What a dream! Everything about that A dream! Yes. It was so great. Yes, yes. If you have to be in your 20s and you still have to sleep in a bunk bed, that is the way to do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, once we got up to camp, uh, there was like a week-long uh, training that was meant to give us empathy for the campers so it was to give us the full camp experience Mm -hmm. so that they would then know what to expect and again and again already like asinine rebel me i'm like why am i doing this i'm just running the theater (laughs) i and and like literally every lecture every workshop that we sat down for they were like this applies to everyone except jen and melissa and ricky and we're like why are you making us stay here? Why can't we go swim in the lake? And like, <laughs> oh my god, awful. And um, the guy who ran the camp, uh, it was this couple. And this guy, like, who, when you talk about like cult personalities Uh-oh. and someone who is like very, very, very friendly. <laughs> and then on the and then the other fucking side oh. of that coin, you know the exact person I am talking uh-huh. about. And like the 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 bright spit shiny person that he was for the campers and for us that first week. Mm-hmm. And of course for the parents, he was not at all Uh-oh. through the remaining two months oh, of camp. Oh, God. No good. Three months? I feel like I was there all summer. It was... It, he, yeah, he was absolutely, like, a Machiavellian 
egomaniac. Oh, very, you have to have something very completely wrong with you to want to want to head up a camp. <laughs> yeah, like something's true. wrong with you. That's true, but I usually like it when people when the thing that's wrong is like people are a little kooky or like whatever. You're like you want to live in the woods, not you are some like fucking oil baron <laughs> just somehow decided to apply your your evil doings to summer camp. Like get your shit away from my utopia. <laughs> <laughs> Did you fall? No, my chair. Yeah, my chair went down. I touched the thing and it. <laughs> so um so yeah we had this we had this week-long getting to know each other getting to know the premises getting to know our bosses and then the children arrived and then all fucking bets were off and they would um we were assigned there were two sessions of camp for the summer and they were each like four to five weeks so we had uh one group of campers through like June, July, and the second through, like, July, August before camp was done done. And um, they gave us the same two musicals to do twice. One, one in the first session, one in the second session. And they were divided by age. So each time, so twice in the summer, I had to direct Annie for children, like, under... Let's say 11. Okay. And I had to direct Guys and Dolls, (laughs) my least favorite show on earth. The stupidest shit I could ever imagine putting my brain into twice in a summer. Twice in a summer. And, um... (laughs) That's definitely not what I would have chosen for children to perform. Oh, my God. And, like, one of the things that we were tasked with was, like, mm, hey, while everyone else is getting acclimated to their to their campers and, like, going in the lake and going up to for a campfire and, like, all this, yeah, fun shit that I wanted to do just not with children. <laughs> um, they were, like, you guys have to clean out the playhouse. And we went up into, like, the loft oh, and no. found so Spider much town. awful shit. So many spiders. spiders. So many spiders. Whoa. So many, like, fucking egg sacks in old ha- Okay, Whoa. there is. In hats? Okay. In hats? Is that what you're going to say? <laughs> yes. Oh, yes, no, in hats. No, 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 no. In no, no, hats. No, 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 and they were like, save all you can. Don't throw it away unless you absolutely have to throw it away. And so Melissa and I were constantly <gasps> trying to. A hat uh, full of spiders. We were con- and like holes chewed in things. My- mouse turds. Because oh, of course. We're in the middle of. Yeah. yeah. Mouse turds, holes chewed in things. I. Uh, and, and, and in the creepy shit that we found. I can't believe how many friends from camp I still talk to just from that one experience. Nice. Like more, more people that I worked with that one summer 15 years ago than I still talk to from like my years and years and years at Girl Scout camp. Nice. Which is bananas. But I remember we found so much creepy shit, so many googly eyes and feathers that we were like, what is this? <laughs> and finally found like half mouse-eaten pages of... Into the Woods Junior. Oh. And I was like, 
absolutely the fuck not. There were these, there were these blue, like baby blue felt bonnets that you could put on your head, and they, and they, you know, just sort of like lined your, went around your hairline, sure. and they tied in a little ribbon at under the chin, and they had a felt orange beak coming off like a like a cap, and two big fucking googly eyes, and. Okay. Blue, blue, blue feathers. I don't remember that character in Into the Woods. <laughs> <laughs> no. Because when you do Into the Woods Jr. or Annie Jr. or Guys and Dolls Jr., you have to cast everyone as things that don't exist. Oh. So obviously what they did, because okay. everyone has to be in the play. Right. Yep. It's like grade school. Mm-hmm. Everybody has to. So, like, yes. kids can choose to audition for, like, a principal role. But if they don't audition for a principal role, they still have to be in the ensemble. Right. So you now have 20 children milling around who are various and sundry woodland creatures. Okay, right? all right. Fly so that... That's what we found. Oh, okay. We found this giant mouse gnawed pile of like bird hats, and I found one that was I trusted not covered in bubonic plague, and I kept it, yes. and it lives in my favorite memory box. And me and my camp friends call it Bird Hat, and once in a blue moon, I'll put it on oh and I'll God. take a picture. <laughs> so. Somewhere I still have a hat I stole from the Virginia Shakespeare Festival, and it is glorious. <laughs> so yeah, absolutely, really. Is it like a trifold? No, no, no. Tri- it was um, it was like the the floppy Shakespearean hats where it's like a it's a wide brim and then a flat pancake kind of beret on top. Um, yes. I mean, it does look like a hat on a hat, quite frankly. Like it's a big mm-hmm, brim mm-hmm. and then a th- soft floppy velvet poof. On top, yes, yes, and the, okay, and okay. the brim is like sh- like lime green, and the the cap is like blue. And I, I, God, where is that? I want it on my head right now. I felt slightly. Ro- I didn't steal things from this place, but like I wanted a souvenir, and I did not feel like they took very good care of me. So, yeah, I, I, yes. <laughs> I had no qualms about keeping bird hat. No, no, no. Or other... Did I take other things? Probably not. No, bird hat was really the extent. There was not a lot that was salvageable in that fucking... And they were like, oh, keep everything. And we're like, this is infected. You can't... And especially Melissa, like... I mean, at least me, I'm from the fucking boonies. I was like, I don't know. It's probably fine. And she's like, no, this is filthy. You can't give this to children. I'm like, oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I grew up in a dirt pile. Right. Whereas she grew up in New York where you are mindful of shit like roaches and mice. Mm -hmm. And and in the boonies, you're just like, eh. Yep. (laughs) They're there. Yep. (laughs) So, yeah. So, she, yeah, she was like, we have to throw this out. This is a biohazard. <laughs> These people are paying enough money for their children to be here that they don't want plague on their heads. Yeah. <laughs> Just on both their houses. <laughs> on both their houses. So, yeah. So, we threw out a shit ton of these really creepy, ancient, like, just falling apart arts and crafts props. And, um, and... And we had to start getting ready for what we would need for bleh, Guys and Dolls Jr. and Annie Jr., <laughs> both of which were just like, oh, God, 
I enjoyed doing Annie so much more, mm. for sure. Uh, Annie's out cute. Out of principle. Annie's a cute Annie's show. Annie's so cute. And these kids were great. And Ricky was such a great music director, too. Um, so patient with these kids. And, we, of course, we were given, like, an entire uh, bunk's worth at a time. Oh, gosh, there's so, so many little characters in that. Because there's the I-O-D-E-N-T, Iodent Girls. There's the mm-hmm. the, the star. <laughs> yes. Star and of course, be. it's all pared down for Junior, too. Sure. I'm sure that the, yeah. But it, uh, knowing how many, when I did that show, I myself played like five different characters. I had five yes. different costumes. So if there yes. was that many, and we had, we usually had like 75 or 80 people in the show. So like, <laughs> there were, mm-hmm. if I, if I was playing that many, then the, the um, the math would would track mm-hmm. that you wouldn't have to make up bird parts for most of the kids. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't remember having to do too too much of that because again we weren't in a fantasy right. For most kids, it was like wear your pajamas, great. Nah. Um, or I I feel like we had some like suit jackets maybe in the in the costume shed or whatever we did, and um. And for, like, a solid month, we were just given shift after shift of these kids who all needed to learn the same choreography, the same songs, the same scenes. Uh, And that was all, like, during the day. And then in the, whatever, in the afternoons where it was more extracurricular, that would be, like, the scene work with the kids who had gotten the roles. And I I do remember so distinctly, uh, there was absolute, there was one semester of it it had to be the first. It had to be the first because Melissa and I jointly made this decision because she because she left after the first one. She's like, fuck this. I love you. I'm going back That's to amazing. Brooklyn. Call me when you're home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it was just Ricky and I for the second half. Um, and uh, I remember, you know, the buses came and we were like, oh, the kids are here. And of course, there are cliques of mean kids. Oh, of course. Specifically mean girls, alas. Um, and... One of the, I, I picked her out immediately. I couldn't help it. And I said to Melissa, I'm like, she is the bitchiest kid on this whole campus. And of course, she was the one who like came in just ready and champing at the bit to play Sarah. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I always get the blah, blah, blah. I'm going to do this and that and this and that. And oh my I, God. you know, this kid was like uh, 13 maybe 12 13 uh-huh. and I was just like you're gonna be the worst person in the world I have, disappointment. To, I, I have to interrupt you from this trajectory I have I have to do something and I remember there was this really sweet soft-spoken uh girl who also was auditioning for Sarah and I was like Melissa that's who we're casting I am not giving I'm not giving this little mean no. Me girl what she wants uh-uh. and Melissa was totally on board and uh we ended up casting her as Arvide oh that was who I played yes yeah. we gave her the fucking character role ah, exactly show me you can show some range mm-hmm. show and me this- you can age <laughs> And this sweet, and this sweet, soft-spoken, like, I don't know, just kind of like a normal kid who went to camp got to be the star of the show. But in 
in trying to interrupt the mean girl dynamics, I definitely found so much uh, fucking angst, especially in the audition process, because it was very clear who was coming in feeling like they had staked their claim. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, no, you're not going to do this to a fat actress. And uh, Melissa... Oh God, I love Melissa. She uh, she's Puerto Rican, and she um, she had been super duper bullied in NYU. Oh, by all of that's the really fu- deeply mm-hmm. shit at Tish, and like she didn't even want to be an actor. She was a stage manager, a great stage manager, and the way that the white talent around her treated her was fucking abhorrent. Ew, ew. Ew. And she was technically, I think she's one year younger, so she was still, she still had, like, her senior year ahead of her. And so I got to spend this summer with her, and she's like, I go to NYU, and I was like, oh, my God, you go to Tish? And she's like, it's not like that. (laughs) It is not like that. Like, don't get it twisted. Mm. These people are absolute. I have hated every moment of college. Mm. I've hated every fucking moment of NYU. Uh, Fuck these people. And, like... Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so she and I both had like our strong, <laughs> our strong moral compass fully in place of being like, no, we have to single handedly completely turn, you know, flip the table and and disrupt this. Yeah, that's amazing. Pattern of. <laughs> so we did get to do that. We did get to do that, and we also uh, got so fucking stressed out with these kids. Um, getting closer to the show like it that and 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 the camp director again was so two-faced so horribly two-faced and like there were things that he wanted that there were basically there were parents who were lobbyists and they were like we want to pay extra money for our child to have this role in the show Mm -hmm. and he would come to us and say this child has to be cast as this and we were like no that's amazing absolutely not and he was like well this is your job and i am your boss so you're gonna do this thing and we were like what the fuck it was i mean it was not otherwise an unpleasant job um uh i had i ran into a thing when i was teaching uh, doing a children's theater thing at the virginia shakespeare festival where i was not told to do any of those things but like um the the parents all knew that we were gonna. They got a letter, and we were like, "We're gonna be doing a version of t- of Taming of the Shrew," um, and like, mm-hmm. if if you need resources on like what the original is here, but like, we're going to be using as much of the original script as possible, but we're also going to create narration because everybody needs to be in the show. Um, mm-hmm. And we we had like kids do a little bit of improv here and there, but like they did a lot of. Of narration, basically, to move the plot along. Mm-hmm. And this one kid I picked because she was, because she was good. She was so clear and, like, just was so adult. And I was like, she's going to be great at telling the parts of the story that we're not showing. And her, she was fine with it. She was fine with it. And her dad came in and she was, like, standing down the hall, like, and her oh, dad no. was like, I paid th- for this, for this and this. And I was like, I feel like, I feel like you don't understand how important, like, I'm not blowing smoke up your ass. Like, this is important to what we're doing. 
And it's mm-hmm. not that she's not like we're having the kids write their own backstory. You can help her with that tonight. Like these are people who are in the village. This is part of acting. Like you have to create all of these things for your anyway, whatever. <laughs> parents suck. Parents are parents are the uh, reason why I don't like working with children. I like children. Yeah. You're right, exactly. Without the interference of shit adults, they're fine. Um hum. No, I mean sometimes they're mm-hmm. terrible, but like sometimes, yes. Yeah. But but less less so, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember that happening. And I also remember, uh, I remember the absolute fucking, because I think parents could come to the show. I think they could. That sounds right. Which was weird, because, like, who the fuck is going to drive up to Paradox Lake from the fucking Upper East Side? Yeah. But that es- happened. Wow. Especially if, like, you're parking your kid there anyway. It's clear that you don't really want to see yes. them. Yes. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Um,. Yeah, and I, I just, I remember, like, oh, my God, especially after all of the, the drama of it, of dealing with children, of dealing with children who didn't want to do the play, right? So th- there was a lot of just, like, wrangling kids who were not into it. Um, but then also the moment of, like, oh, my God, final performance. I never have to look at guys and dolls again. And, like, two days later, all <laughs> over again, I was like, no, this is the never-ending nightmare. <gasps> It was so awful. Yeah, yep, yep. Um, I will say that during all of this time that I was up there, so it was 2006, so internet was a thing, and but the connection there was awful, right? So no, uh, people had cell phones, but they were Nokia or they were flip phones, and um, there were no smartphones. There was no Wi-Fi. There was really only your ethernet connection mm-hmm. and they had like two old fucking tandy computers <laughs> in the, in the break room which sad uh-huh. um and they they could barely dial in but somehow sometimes <laughs> i was able to get into my email to write to my parents or to post a blog which i'm sure i could find at this moment i'm sure i could find at this moment in time hold please Okay, so in June, uh, this was on my blog, June 23rd, 2006. Um, Camp is great. I know that's a bit broad. Well, we've spent this past week in orientation pretty much being the campers, but come Sunday, the kids actually arrive, and my summer as a camp theater director commences. I'm part of a theatrical triple entente. (laughs) Myself, a tishy named Melissa, and our musical theater uh, director, Ricky. I haven't too much time, so here are the basics of my eight-week situation. I live in a cabin without any kids, the only one without any kids, and I'm working on Guys and Dolls and Annie all summer. That's pretty much it. I get to receive a lot of fun letters, I get to swim in a lake and jump off big inflatable things, and I get to spend my entire day in the theater with children. <laughs> Love it. Uh, which was kind of an early time to call that. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> J- July 10th. <laughs> July 10th. Ever the opera. I don't... Yeah, yeah. I don't have a whole lot of time at the moment, but life here is pretty good. The shows are coming along pretty well, and on top of that, I love my fellow staff and the kids. My birthday here was great. Oh, so Ricky... Um, Ricky oddly looks like me. We call each other twin because we look like we could absolutely be brother and sister. 
uh, fraternal twins, and we share the same birthday, but he's a few years younger than me. So Ricky and I had our birthday together. Cute. Um, weekend trips have seen me to Albany, Lake George, and many more places to come, so I'm pretty excited. Things are going swimmingly. I am quite content, and I've got one hell of a view from up here, so I am truly soaking in my summer in the mountains. Mm. And I apparently I had a watch tan, so that fucking happened. <laughs> July 24th, 2006. First session is over. I guess I do have a lot to report, but I wonder where it all goes. It gets lost somewhere here. I've spent the last several weeks in a crazy waltz. Annie went up, which was crazy and adorable and fun. My posse and I stayed in a beautiful lake in beautiful Lake George a few weeks ago where we hit the Six Flags. Um an awesome pirate-themed mini-golf course and did night swimming in Arctic waters. <laughs> don't remember that. Hmm. I don't like, we also, don't like cold water. Okay. <laughs> no. We also... Night swimming? No, I don't remember that. We also went up to Burlington, which was a gorgeous and delightful trip, staying at the hickiest little place you could imagine. It... Uh, first of all, I would go there again in a, heart, in a heartbeat. This was the place that we had found <clears throat> to... Um, to stay because Burlington became our weekend trip. Burlington was so cute, Is and that there was Vermont? so much to do. Yes, okay. there was so much to do that we. That's just where we ended up going. And there was a little teeny tiny motel called the Ho Hum. The Ho Hum Motel. I'm so into it. And that is where we would stay for our like fucking. I don't know what do they call it in the military when you have your like 24 hours, 36 sure hours, whatever. Yeah, you're fucking sure leave. Yes, when we had leave. We had camp leave. So, all right. <clears throat> this past weekend, I'm sorry, the first I used session. every amount of t- military terminology that I know today. <laughs> you did. You did a very good job. Terminology. This, pa- <laughs> this past weekend, the first session kids went home to the city, and Melissa and I, oh, God, Melissa and I accompanied them on the buses. Ew. That was Awful because yeah. I got to just drive up privately to the Adirondacks and we were chosen as the chaperones to go back on the bus. Oh, and Melissa went home from there. So she <laughs> took the bus back to the city and was like, Peace, Peace. not coming back. And I had, to, did I get back on a bus to come back up? I guess I must have. Maybe not. I feel like I didn't. What a weird thing to not remember. Um, very strange. But, yeah, we were then, we were the chaperones on the bus. And let me tell you, there is nothing I enjoy less than a bus ride. Mm. Nothing. Mm. Nothing. You get, a little, you get a little herky, right? I get very herky, and buses do not have enough uh, visual visual. Yeah space for me to not get really warm and nauseated and then add to that all these kids that I was ready to be away from (laughs) Uh, yuck yes um oh but this happened uh I got in on Thursday when Andrew and I went to go see Ringo Starr not only was Ringo amazing but part of the all-star band was Edgar Winters and Billy Squire and Sheila E what (laughs) that's amazing All amazing. It was an utterly awesome concert. Of course, even better was getting a whole weekend with Andrew. Oh, oh, he did. He took me to the bus pickup. 
Uh, so I guess I took that bus back up to camp. What a mensch. What a mensch. My partner Melissa left today, which was a big bummer, but she's sending me care packages. It shouldn't be that bad in the theater without her, though, even though when we're down to line, there are less kids this session, and they seem to be much more mellow, well-behaved, and easygoing. I wish I had more time to update, but even though I get on the computer at least once a day, it's rarely enough time to sit and recount everything. At the most, I may have some time to apartment shop or do some job hunting. Mm -hmm. Um, At any rate, I am having a lovely time here. I adore my coworkers. I love this atmosphere, and I do indeed love spending the day in a theater with children. Which, again, feels like a fucking stretch. Oh! uh, August 1st. This weekend was a rockin' trip to Montreal, and this week will be a frenzy of lice panic, as pretty much the entire camp is under quarantine. Hmm, The bosses try to keep the kids as calm as possible, but I don't know. Part of me really, really wants to see it break out into to absolute pandemonium. <laughs> a life pandemic. And then my sign-off says there are two more weeks of camp, so I think I'm just, like, ready for it to fucking be done. Yeah. August 3rd. Two more weeks! The heat has subsided after a master storm that threw the power out several times. The lice has even subsided. They still don't think I have it, but I was treated and stuff just to be safe, and I have and I have to be checked every couple of days. Yuck. These kids are fantastic, and I love them, and I'm already beginning to miss my coworkers, even though I'm excited to go home. They have by far been the best part of the summer, spending the, this amazing experience, sometimes heinous, sometimes unbelievably wonderful, with me. And we are the only ones who will ever, ever understand it. Aww. It's so intimate and special, and even for those of us who have hated it, it's been sacred to us all. So as much as I miss home, I know I'll yearn for my days with them. Two more weeks. August 7th. Completely insane weekend. We went to Burlington one last time because it is a place of love and divinity. And little did we know that our visit coincided with the annual monster truck relay. Jesus. (laughs) This was completely a vacation deserving of Gabby and I. (laughs) But unfortunately, we could not stay at our beloved Ho-Hum Motel. Mm -hmm. Indeed, we could not stay at any motel. Or any hotel, because the entire hundred mile radius was booked for a monster truck relay. Hilarious, but more hilarious, was sleeping in my Toyota Camry. Yuck. Boo. Three people sleeping in my Toyota Camry. I've done that. That was the only time I've ever done that. It was great, I said, (laughs) and obviously cheap, and we stayed in a hotel parking lot so we could use the bathroom. Ricky and I went to the Continental Breakfast and then headed off to the beach at 10 a.m., which was amazing. Lake Champlain was deserted, and the water was clear and warm and beautiful, and we we swam to our heart's content. Once it got to be noon, we set off into town and spent a beautiful day on Church Street, hitting all the cute boutiques and finishing off the night spending several hours reading plays in Borders. Cute. Um... Um, August 20th. Well, camp is over. It was absolutely wonderful in some ways and pretty crappy in others. But those crappy parts were pretty much the bitchy points of any job. Underappreciated, underpaid, and overworked. But such is the life of camp. 
and everyone bitched about the same stuff all the time, but when it came right down to it, we had a blast, at least with each other and the kids. Never gonna forget that. Spoiler alert, I forgot that. Um, This was great. Mm -hmm. I loved this. This was perfect. This was exactly what I needed. Hooray! So many lice. So many lice. Oh, God. But to be frank, as much as I literally might never get the term sea lice out of my head, um, I do kind of love the idea that at least they die when you get out of the water. Yeah, like, that's I don't, they don't come important. with you, I don't think. I don't think it's a, other a burrowing lice... underneath your skin sort of situation. No! 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 Barf. Uh, I, yeah, barf. Super barf. Also, I sent my bird head picture to my two favorite gal friends. Oh, I have to send it to Ricky. Yay! Um, I also have a, a selfie of, of, or, you know, a screenshot of us being ridiculous together. Yay! Do you have any recommendations? <laughs> I love you. Uh, one thing I would, uh, well, yeah, I guess I'll recommend to you and, and our, and our fellow our fellow fuck buddies who would be interested in such a thing. Gabby Fresh has released another collection with Playful Promises. Oh, nice. And it's so cute. And did I get so much? I did. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Um, I think that I mentioned that I was watching Little Fires Everywhere, which I really enjoyed. You did. Although I will say, Carrie Washington, like, starts at 11, so it's very... <laughs> she's just very, like... The faces, the withering glances and glares. Ooh. Oh, God. Um, so withering. Yeah, it's great. Um, but more importantly, um, I just wanted to mention that Grace, uh, my mother-in-law, hi, Grace, sent me hi, Grace. something, like a beautiful little um, statue. Uh, like oh, a, elegant. It was like a, a bas relief. It's hard to explain. She sent me a, a lovely little statue of a curvy lady. Um, that she's found and she was like oh this made me think of you and she was like please don't please don't worry about saying things on your podcast because I listen (laughs) oh oh I don't and I don't I'm not I'm never like censoring myself um and I've said you know I've said some things in front of her and we have had conversations that have been you know which she's not a prude and I know I know know (laughs) <laughs> so I don't want anyone yeah. anyone to think that like I got this uptight mother-in-law cuz I honestly I won the friggin universe with her and her family. Sure. So yeah, anyway, I love you Grace. We love you Grace. Thank you for all of your pelican paraphernalia. <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere More, please. Um uh, was it was it the vase that she gave you? Is that oh, what you got from her? No, no. It's a cute um, I mean, it's a flat thing with a relief of a woman on it. It's like a bookend almost. You know what I mean? Like an oh, L-shaped little... But it's the thing that you showed me, right? You took the picture of it? No, the vase is something else. Oh. Oh, I just oh, have a lot okay. of feminine energy coming into my life right now, and I'm very here you for it. You do? Yes! Same! Well, <laughs> since we didn't do it at the beginning, I'm Lillian Bustle. Oh, fuck! I'm Jen Bond! <laughs> We still don't know how to do a podcast, but we're glad that you're listening to whatever this party is. No, no. Fuck buddies, this was all the fucks, and hopefully you knew that when you when you opened it up. Hopefully you knew that. There's nobody listening to this who did not know what they were getting into. Let's be real. As usual, careful of spiders. 
Uh, As fucking ever. Look out for lice. Uh, both on land and on sea, mm-hmm. and uh, and uh, don't put plague on your head. <laughs> no, do but not. put baby in pelican mouth. Yes, 